everyone, you're listening to ERT by Rhea. Today, my guest is a 14-year-old boy who is a mental health advocate. He also runs his own talk show called Talk with Zach, wherein he invites people so as to understand how can we destigmatize mental health issues in a society. So, without much further ado, let's welcome Zach Kotli. Hello, Zach. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we'll begin the session. Uh, so Zach, my very first question would be, how did you realize the importance of mental health at such a young age? So my mom is a therapist and my whole life we've talked about feelings a lot, um, sometimes more than I'd want to. But um, I feel like I've really grown up in a household where talking about feelings was like something that I felt comfortable doing. Um, and when I realized that, um, I sort of found out that when you talk about them, um, it just makes you feel less alone in whatever you're going through. So I think sharing our feelings is really important. Yeah. So I've sort of like known this, um, for a long time. Um, and it's really nice growing up in a house like this where like, um, talking about, because in some people's households, like, their urge not to talk about their feelings. And what was your main motive uh, behind uh, starting this talk show called Talk with Zach? I noticed that during COVID, the media was really urging teenagers to talk about their mental health. But um, what, what I realized is that it was especially hard for boys in particular to talk about it. So I wanted to create a space where people of all genders could talk about things we need to talk about more. Um, and I also wanted to model that guys can talk about their mental health. So as a guy, I'm trying to show that it's okay to do that. And uh, how long do you plan to keep supporting uh, this cause? I would like to support mental health for my whole life because it's such an essential thing um, to be mindful of, to be aware of, to, um, you know take care of and it, it really like you never really age out of mental health so your entire life you should always be talking about things um taking care of your body um yeah so my whole life i i, I also want to change the culture so now it's okay to have these conversations it's really great so um, my next uh, question would be that, uh, do you think that uh, a sound mental health means happiness? Because uh, people often mistake being happy as having a good mental health and they do not consider sadness as an emotion. So what are your views about that? Um, that's, that's a good question because mental, like, you're not always going to be happy. You're not always going to be sad. Sometimes you're going to be neutral, right? Um, and, you know, there's a mix. Like, if you practice the best mental health habits, um, it's a misconception that you're going to be happy. Um, there are going to be things that get you down. There are going to be things where it's just like a very neutral day. So, yeah, um, practicing good mental health habits will just make you feel what would just make the balance better in your favor so if you don't practice good mental health habits you might feel sad and neutral more but if you do you'll feel um happy 
in Nutramore. So as a teenager, do you think articulating their voices or talking about how do they feel would actually help them? I do because I feel like um, I, I haven't really noticed a lot of other people doing this. So when I'm doing this, I've had people reach out to me and say like, wow, this has really like helped me because like no one else has really talked about these things and not feel a lot less alone in what I'm going through. Um, so I feel like I do have an impact, but at the same time, um, we definitely like need more people talking about the sort of stuff. Um, yeah, because I like one person isn't really going to change how society views, um, one thing. But it could actually help someone and that is the main motive. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I've had people reach out to me um, and it's just really nice to hear that I'm helping them. Uh, my next question would be that um, uh, while going through the phase of being a teenager, you undergo various changes and that is quite a rough time. So what advice would you like to give to your fellow teenagers who are going through a rough phase? Sure. So um, if you're going through a rough phase, obviously I'm not a therapist, so um, I I don't have like a formal, um, I, I have nothing formal for you to go through. But from my experience, if you're going through something rough, um, try to talk to like someone you trust, whether that's a friend, family member, maybe a counselor, whoever you're comfortable talking to. Um, and also, that's a time where you should especially practice all the good mental health habits, like getting enough sleep, um, you know, getting exercise. So things like that you should be practicing, especially then. Um, and also, um, like, it, it really depends on, like, what it is, but you should just know that you're not, um, that it's going to get better, um, whatever you're going, like, if it's a small thing, I don't know if it's a small thing, um, or if it's been going on for a long time, but it's going to get better. Um, and there are other people with a similar experience. So, no, you're not alone. That's a really great answer. Um, and uh, do you think that uh, schools and other institutions um, have some adequate emphasis on mental health issues or do they fail to educate their uh, students about it? I feel like it really depends on the school. Like some schools... Um, are really focused on like helping students with mental health and they're really mindful of that um and then others are just like at school you you know go to school like they don't really emphasize that at all um it really depends but I feel like what I've noticed is that schools that place an emphasis on um mental health usually um have kids that are happier um and can thrive more academically um, and in all like different types of situations socially too so I feel like if schools start to like um, have mental health programs that could be really beneficial for their students that's right so um, what according to you are the reasons behind uh, stigmatizing mental health issues even in the 21st century and how can we, as uh, millennials, help them, like, help them uh, to create awareness about mental health? 
Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. I feel like at a very young age, we're all told um, different ideas about mental health. And for guys, it's like, hold your feelings inside, be tough, be strong, man up, whatever it is, like all those sayings. Like if you fall down, like just get right back up. If you're feeling sad, say you're fine and just push through. And then for girls, it's a little different. It's like, oh, like let's talk about what you're feeling. Um, so when we're exposed to this at such a young age, it's like, we've sort of grown up with it. And that's what we view mental health as. We view it as this topic that shouldn't really be talked about. So it's sort of ingrained in us um, that we shouldn't really be talking about it. And now to change that, obviously, we need to educate people. We need to raise awareness. We need to show that we should talk about mental health. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show that we need to talk about these things. Um, Even if you're a guy, even if um, I'm not really supposed to be talking about this because of all the stigma. I like, we still need to be talking about this. Um, and then people are going to educate their kids that they should talk about their mental health. If they are feeling down, they should say, Hey, I'm feeling down right now and not hide that they're feeling sad. And I think that's a step that we should all take. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, the very first step uh, which uh, needs to be taken is uh, to validate our emotions. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, a lot of people um, feel like they can't feel what they're feeling, which is really problematic. So showing that um, it's normal to feel sad, to feel um, alone, to feel anxious, then um, they're going to feel a lot more comfortable talking about that. And a lot less alone. So, um, as your uh, as a journey of a mental health advocate, what difficulties did you face while uh, supporting this cause? I haven't really faced any concrete difficulties yet. However, at the beginning, before I started this, I had some qualms about um, starting this up because I was like, um. You know, there's so much stigma around mental health. And I was worried that, like, maybe my friends would be like, oh, why is Zach doing this? That's weird. Like, you know, you shouldn't be talking about that stuff. Um, So I was a little worried about that. And I'd say that was, like, my biggest obstacle, which was I was worried about what others would think. But I've been, you know, as soon as I started it, um, not only my friends, but people from around the world, which I never thought would happen. I've been really supportive. So, um, yeah, it was mainly just more in my head. Okay, so um, now if you talk about uh, uh, the 21st century, then uh, uh, there are uh, certain people who think that social media has actually intensified the mental health issues as uh, students, uh, especially teenagers, compare themselves to each other. So... uh, do you think that social media is uh, one of the reasons behind the increase in mental health problems in our society? Here's the thing about social media. There's some really good aspects of it, like communication. Um, you could text your friends. You could, you know, reach out to people. But um, there are some really bad aspects of it. Like if someone posts a picture, um, you could be like comparing yourself to them. You could be 
um, I'm not like, I, I don't look like that. Um, or if they post a picture at like a party or like, you know, hanging out with people, you can be like, wow, I'm like not doing anything. Like, you know, they have such a better life than me. But what we often don't remember is that these are curated pictures um, and they're not posting really at like their low points. Like they're not going to like they're not going to post like when they're just like doing nothing at home um, or if they're like not doing well mentally. So when we see so when we only see pictures that are like happy, um, we start to we we sort of don't remember that there's another part of life. And then when we're not happy all the time, when we're not doing fun things all the time, it just makes us feel like our lives aren't as good, which isn't true. So um, I guess we've covered up all the questions. Now uh, let's move upon the rapid fire round. I will be giving you a word and you have to speak about it for a minute. Okay. So um, your first word is, um, okay, your first word is books. Um, books. Okay. I feel like, um, at least for me, um, if you're like struggling with mental health or if you're just like feeling down, um, reading books can be really beneficial to your mental health. Um, that's just something I've noticed for other people. It can be different. Some people like watching shows, whatever it is for you. Um, I like doing both, but reading a good book. It's definitely um, something I enjoy. I don't know if that's been a minute, but <laughs> okay. that's the purpose. And um, your next word is introverts. Introverts. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like sometimes introverts um, feel a lot of pressure to not show that they're introverted. Um, and it makes them feel like they can't accept themselves for who they are. Um, and then when they see extroverts, like, being social, um, again, this is, like, um, I'm, I'm not saying this is, like, a therapist or a professional. I just feel like sometimes it could negatively impact them. Your uh, next word is peer pressure. Peer pressure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I actually did a video about this, and... Peer pressure is something that really affects teenagers because um, we often want acceptance from our peers, from our friends. And, you know, if we're at a party, right, there's a lot of peer pressure to drink, do drugs, whatever it is, that can be really harmful to you. Um, so don't give in to peer pressure because it could lead to things that you will regret afterwards. Um, yeah, peer pressure is really bad for teens. Um, so always do what's in your gut the right thing. Don't really listen to other people. So this was the last word. Thank you again, Zach, for joining us. And uh, I guess uh, you should uh, tell once again about your Instagram page, Talk With Zach, so as to uh, uh, give more information about your page over here yeah um you could check me out at talk with sack on instagram i do a little bit of tiktok if you want to check that out too um and on my page i have conversations with experts and other teens um i post encouraging graphics and, and informative graphics and 
I create videos based on questions submitted anonymously to me. So if you want to submit a question, um, there's a form in, in my bio. And if you want to check out my content, go follow me. Go check me out on Instagram and TikTok at Taco Zach. Thank you again, Zach, for joining us.